Hello, hey, folks. You're listening to Joe Public here on the Public Record here on Radio Nope. It is Tuesday night. I am back. I'm live, live once again to inflict myself upon your uh, your earballs. And I'm sorry about last week. I, I actually had fully intended to record a show for last week, knowing full well I was going to be on vacation. It just didn't happen. I don't. I don't know. I'm weird. I have to have a groove, like my. For me to actually accomplish something, I have to establish a groove. I have to like be in this place where I uh, can do that thing. Like that thing's got to be a thing I can do. Otherwise, I can't do it. And so uh, that was the problem. Basically, I, d- I didn't have a groove. And so I couldn't produce. So you got to rerun. I think you got to rerun anyway. I was on vacation. Oh, and so much more on that later on. But... Um, Yeah, it was well needed. Now I'm in a different kind of weird spot because I haven't been sitting in this chair. I mean, so I've mentioned before, you know, where the spot I'm in right now where I'm doing this show from is also where I work all day long. And so um, under normal circumstances, like a, you know, normal work day in the span of gazillion work days strung together in a row, big deal. I spent an extra couple of hours sitting here talking at you folks who may or may not exist. But today was my first day back at work. So today was like the first day back in this chair in for a really long time. And so honestly, it, it kind of seemed unbearable to have to be here longer than I had to be in order to get a paycheck. So so there you go. There's my baseline attitude that you now have to deal with for the rest of the evening, if you so choose to do so. Anyway, I don't know. I'm Music-wise, what am I doing tonight? Tonight, I, I got, I don't know. I got into a kind of a weird mood. I mean, I'm always in a weird mood, but... Um, yeah, I got into a kind of a weird headspace of, of like, I don't know. It just needs needed to be loud. So here we go. Here's some loud. This is... It's Pussifer. Sweet baby Jesus on fire. I'm gonna need a damn lawyer and a miracle to pull my ass out of this. Devil kept poking the ball, so I shipped her at the Mozambique. Cause I was over it Should've done my getting to the birdie But what if she's a zombie or a Dracula? I better hang on to this Lordy with my hand up on the bobbles Where I shot the damn devil Not a bitch, but the popo don't give a shit Lord, won't you show a little mercy? I've been on the street and narrow since the judge and the warden done for Roman. Rat poison devil kept people, so I shipped the rest of Mozambique. Cause I was over it.
CEO, public toxication, public urination, and parole violation. But the CSI couldn't find the body to corroborate my bullshit story. Sweet Jesus, don't let the judge release me. Wanna she's a zombie or a Dracula? I'm trying to fool in there. Devil walked away from my bank and tripped up Hotel 3. Criticize 
Local H with Bound for the Floor. Before that, Queens of the Stone Age with Feel Good Hit of the Summer, which isn't actually all of that feel goody, but it, and I don't know that it was a hit. Um, I can see the summer vibe. I, I can, sort of, maybe. Uh, Rollins Band with Low Self Opinion. Um, speaking of having a vibe, I don't know. I make a lot of, I've made a lot of jokes over the years at the expense of Henry Rollins, but I actually think he's, he's a pretty decent human being. So, um, he's just very joke worthy, like saying that Henry Rollins is no fun. Um, 
anybody who knows Hank Rollins gets it, right? Hank gets it for crying out crackers. But uh, but yeah, dig some of his stuff. If, if you have a chance, though, um, go on YouTube and look up uh, Henry Rollins doing his um, one-man show where he's talking about when he met Iggy Pop. Um, it's, I, I'm, I can't do it justice. And if you're a fan of, uh, Iggy Pop, you will absolutely get what he's talking about there. Um, if you're not, and you could just sort of vaguely know about Iggy's image, you're still going to get it. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's yeah. One of them super funny things before that Pussifer with conditions of my parole. I'm not sure if it's Pussifer or Pusifer because it's sort of spelled like Lucifer with a P. It's probably Pusifer is what they meant. I know what that's like. Um, been in a couple of bands where people habitually just ruin the name of the band to the point where you don't want the name of the band to be that anymore if you're in the band. Yeah, it happens. It happens. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record here on Radio Nope. Uh, Tuesday night, it's the thing I do from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, unless I can't do it. <laughs> I crack me up. Uh, and almost no one else. Anyway, I'm sticking with the loud, the loud thing. I need to, like, get groovy loud, though, here. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. And then the Renaissance came, came. And the time 
starting line engines pumping and thumping in time the green light flashes the flags go up churning and burning they yearn for the cup they deftly maneuver and muscle for rank fuel burning fast on an empty tank reckless and wild they pour through the turns their prowess is potent and secretly stern as they speed through the finish the flags go down the fans get up and they get out of town the arena is empty except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can the sun has gone down and the moon has come up and long ago somebody left with the cup but he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns he's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone All alone in a time of need Because he's racing and pacing And plotting the course He's fighting and fighting And riding on his horse He's going the distance He cannot define Bowel-shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and potting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still
So anybody uh, who's listened to this show or has hung out with me long enough knows of my un, uh, unabashed love of all things Bee Gees. And has also probably heard me tell the story over and over again about how much I hated the Foo Fighters when the Foo Fighters were first a thing. And my rationale behind it was I hated the fact that the greatest rock drummer um, then constantly working um, was like not playing drums and was in fact playing guitar sort of badly and singing sort of badly and front of command. I wanted him to be be behind the drums. I didn't didn't like that he had jumped to a different instrument or decided to do something different. I have softened that view over the years. I've actually become a fan. Um, and I often state, you know, Dave Grohl is the last, the world's last rock star. He's the last guy that gets to be that because nobody else is going to sell as many records as the Foo Fighters have doing the full-on guitar-based rock and roll thing. Um, nobody's going to sell out stadiums. I mean, basically, you know, we've already got like like one... One founder of ACDC is dead. Um, one of the guys in the Rolling Stones retired long enough ago that people who became late fans of them don't even know he was in the band. Um, and I mean, seriously retired. Didn't just like quit the band. He's like, no, I'm old. I'm going to go like wait to die. Uh, <laughs> um, there's... There's only two members of the Who left alive. I mean, you've got you basically dueling for the last rock band award right now. You have Green Day, the Foo Fighters, and U two. U two is gonna clock out before those other two do. Um, I still don't put it past Green Day for something tragic to happen in that band, um, but I think if it actually was gonna happen, it would have happened a long time ago. It would have been like. 15, 20 years ago, not like in the near future, you know, middle-aged dudes tend not to do high risk things. <laughs> oh, it's so weird that they're middle-aged. Anyway, so I, I became, I softened my position, became a fan of the providers. Um, and then I was, my, my anger at Dave Grohl was renewed over the weekend because they released this record called, uh, the, the, called Hail Satin by the DGs. Um, it's kind of silly. And for Record Store Day. Record Store Day was was last last week, right? So they, for Record Store Day, they released this thing. And it's out on all the streaming services and everything. And it's like half the record is, is um, Bee Gees and Gibb covers. And they're great. They're amazing. And I love Tragedy. Tragedy to me is the ultimate Bee Gees song. Because the thing about the Bee Gees is the Bee Gees lyrics are absurdly hyperbolic. They are, they are, well, I'll backpedal a little bit. Um, Phil Spector, the producer, crazy person, murderer, um, said that what he was doing as a record producer in the 1960s was trying to make little symphonies for teenagers. And so he tended to push the music to be very melodramatic and, and syrupy and, and, and really, really um, overarranged. Um, to me, the Bee Gees' music was never that. Their music was always dead on. The lyrics were like the lyrical equivalent of what 
uh, Phil Spector was talking about, where the 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 lyrical content of every song is is the extreme version of reality that really only exists in the eyes of a teenager. Um, in particular, teenagers who are love struck or heartbroken or whatever. And so like tragedy is just to me is the ultimate expression of that, which, you know, when the feeling's gone and you can't go on, it's tragedy. Um, so I love the song and then I heard them cover it. And I went, ah, oh. and I, and I, I love the way it sounded. And I actually really dig the rest of the covers they did, but I was also angered because I had a band um, like we worked on it for almost a year um, of guys like rock guys who were doing disco songs. And we had a fantastic concept and idea and, and it sounded amazing. I, I would walk out of rehearsal like floating on a, on a cloud of air because it was so rad. And, uh, and it blew up because one of the guys in the band just couldn't everything had to be perfect it couldn't be good it couldn't be cool we couldn't have fun it had to be perfection and and he he wore out his welcome with our drummer um who was a working drummer who actually needed to pick and choose his time based upon stuff that he could actually make money from as a drummer because otherwise he had to go work in a warehouse somewhere and he didn't want to do that um so he wore out his welcome with the drummer and we couldn't find a replacement drummer. And then the whole thing just sort of collapsed under the weight of stupid. And so I'm bitter about that because it was a great concept and a great idea. And I really, really enjoyed doing it. And then Dave Grohl did the concept that we came up with for Record Store Day record. And that bugged the fuck out of me. So there we go. So I'm renewedly angry at him. He owes me royalties. And no, he doesn't actually owe me royalties, but he has money and and more than I do, and he should give some to me. Or he should... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It's actually a cool dude. That also bugs me. Ugh. Angry. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. That was the DGs with Tragedy, before I went into that screed. Uh, Cake with The Distance. Beastie Boys with Intergalactic. And Rage Against the Machine with Renegades of Funk. It's funny, Rage Against the Machine, like, you always seem to hear the same three songs by them, right? It's always the same three songs. I don't even have to name them. Like, it, it doesn't matter. They're, whenever anybody plays them on the radio or, or streaming or whatever, or you hear a band covering it, it's always one of the same three songs. Um, and I, like, I actually think that song is one of their best songs, and it gets no love. None. So, there you go. Although the other thing about Rage Against the Machine that's hilarious is all of the people who were shocked, shocked, to find out they were a political band. <laughs> As someone said, what did you think they were, what machine did you think they were raging against? The toaster? Dipshits. All right, well... Um, so anyway, uh, loud music, loud, not loud is what I'm doing. I'm doing loud, um, tonight. That's, that's the thing. And I, I ran across this and it cracked me up. The lyrics just cracked me up. You're going to know the song. Listen to the lyrics. It's, 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 it's perfect. Yo, I came home from work the other day. I was tired. I just wanted to sit back in my big chair and play a little Xbox, you know, relax a little. Then my wife comes in, she starts telling me I play too much Xbox. 
said, what the fuck do you mean? This is just how I relax. Can I just play a little Xbox? Then she says, I saw an Oprah today that guys that play video games don't love their wives. I'm like, motherfucking bitch, fuck Oprah. I don't give a fuck. I just want to play my video game. I don't give a fuck about Oprah. Oprah ain't got no man. You better worry about your motherfucking self. I just want to kill some motherfuckers on Xbox. She said, you seem like you have an anger problem. Maybe you need some help. I'm like, bitch, call the police now. You're gonna be in Susan Line. You come out, brainwash, bloodshot eyes. You won't have anything to say. They'll brainwash you, TC, they wait. I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You drive me crazy. Institution. They put me in the institution. Said it was the only solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. The other day I go on the internet, I'm just trying to check my email. So I put in my password, it says I have an invalid password. I know my fucking password, so then it says go to customer service. So I get on customer service, I start talking to this dude. This motherfucker sound like he's from India or some shit. He says to me, what's your first dog's name? I don't know what my fucking first dog's name was. What the fuck's the matter with you? I just want my password. Give me my fucking password. So then he ends up giving me my password, and he says, your password has been sent to your email address. I'm like, I can't get in my email address. What about can't get in my email address? Do you not understand, motherfucker? He says, oh my God, it seems like you have an anger problem. You should have that checked out. Ah! I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You drive me crazy. Institution. They put me in the institution, said it was the only solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. The other day I'm just sitting alone on lunch break at my job, trying to eat a ham sandwich. Got a little potato chips in the side, a little Kool-Aid. This motherfucker walks up to me and says, are you going to eat that? Like, yeah, I'm going to eat that. What do you fuck you think I'm going to do? Shove it up your ass? Do you understand that that pork could kill you? Look, motherfucker, pork is not going to kill me unless they figure a way to shoot it out of a fucking gun. But I might kill you if you keep fucking with me. He says, hey, calm down. I'm a vegan. Fuck a vegan. I could give a fuck if you eat sawdust, motherfucker. Just step away from my fucking sandwich. He says, do you realize how much sugar is in that Kool-Aid? I said, do you realize how much blood is in the human body? Do you want to see it, motherfucker? He said, oh my God, you need therapy. You have an anger problem. Ah! I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You drive me crazy. Institution. You put me in the institution. Said it was the only solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. Suicidal. records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record album have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the top rock songs. And they all sing the same refrain. It's fun to take a trip. Put acid in your veins.
face you can stop the clock With that face I surely won't stop
Godzilla cover of Godzilla. Uh, Big Black did a cover of Cheap Tricks. He's a whore. One thousand Homo DJs did their cover of Supernaut and Body Count. Started us off with their cover, and it's almost a reboot of Institutionalized, called the Institutionalized 2014. Oh man, I love that first one so much. It was a good set. That was a good set. I'm 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 pleased. I was pleased with myself. Oh, there goes my creaky chair. Can you hear my creaky chair? Yeah. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record here on Radio Nope. Uh, uh, I mentioned earlier that today was my first day back at work after being on vacation for the first time, actually being away from California and on vacation for the first time in over 19 months. Um, so the coming back to work thing was like, difficult super difficult and i dreaded it this like i had nightmares <laughs> last night and i don't have a frightening job i actually have a pretty cool job i think in some ways i like what i do most of the time i like the people i work with most of the time but i was like i want to go back i want to be on vacation forever uh, but thus that is not to be Actually, in like timing wise, we probably would have actually stayed away longer. Um, my wife's actually on vacation all this week. Like she took two weeks off. She just was like, you know, fuck this shit. I'm not working for two weeks. Um, but I can do that. Um, work stuff going on that that would have been challenging to get because I have to get coverage. Like I, if I go away, I have to I have to get somebody else to do to take care of my emergencies. Like they don't have to actually do my day to day job. Um, but they have to deal with my emergencies and, um, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough to get the coverage because particularly this time of the year, cause other people are going away. So I did like some horse training with this, like this guy I work with, like he, yeah, I covered for him the week before I left and then he covered for me. Um, and I, I think it worked out okay, but like asking for two weeks of coverage, would have been rough that that would have been a tough thing tough sell to my coworkers, um and then also my daughter had high school registration because where we live has year-round school like modified year-round school so my my kid is actually going back to school next week like she starts high school she starts she she's a june she'll be a junior in high school and she starts her junior year next thursday i think yeah i think that's the first day of school and so we had to be, we had to do like registration walkthrough. So like ID pictures and pick up textbooks and get her schedule and, you know, deal with whole bunches of stupid lines. We had to do that yesterday. So we had to be back yesterday. And I, so I, I took yesterday off, but today I was back at work. So I'm, I'm, I'm ambling around the topic. So we went out of town. 
We traveled. We got on a plane. We went, to air, went through airports, all that kind of stuff. I hadn't done any of that in like 19 months. And so it was super weird. And it was also super weird because everyone was doing it. Like I haven't seen Oakland airport as crowded as I saw it when our, our flight, when we came home on Saturday at late afternoon, I have not seen that airport that busy maybe ever. Like it, it was just madness. And then when we flew out, of course, the TSA, they're, ridiculous and have you know there's i don't know if it's just the tsa i actually think it's the way the tsa is managed at oakland airport oakland international airport seems to be able to do everything wrong um uh, other airport my daughter was actually remarking on this like we got to our destination she's like wow everything's really cool here they've got all of this stuff and it's really organized and it's really clean and it's really neat and i'm like yeah because it's not oakland airport oakland airport is awful um and, and it's, and I mean, down to like baggage claim. Now I'm getting into like whiny pain in the ass complaining, but I'm, I'm going to keep talking because I can, because it's my show. Ha ha. Um, but like baggage claim, we walked down to the baggage claim area and Oakland airport's got three carousels for bags, just three of them. And there were seven flights worth of bags coming to the one carousel. There was one flight's bags going to another carousel and the third carousel, nothing. I'm just like, these people are truly incapable of thinking. Like they can't plan. They can't, they can't understand that when you cram seven planes worth of people into a tiny space, people are going to get aggro. Um, and I'm just, I'm grateful, honestly, for the fact that the FAA has, has required that people wear masks in airports and on airplanes. I'm grateful for that and that it's non-negotiable. It's like, I actually saw a security guy in, the, in one of the airports, like walk up to a dude who was doing the stupid chin diaper thing where you sort of have it covering your mouth kind of deal because apparently if you breathe through cloth, you'll die. You're that much of a pansy. And anyway, <laughs> this security guy walked up to him and he said, put your mask on. He's like, I'm wearing my mask. He's like, no, over your nose. It's like, well, I can't, it's uncomfortable. Like, then you need to leave. Then I will escort you off the airport property. The guy's like, really? He's like, yes. <laughs> and I appreciate that. So I appreciate that level of, we are not fucking with you. That's going on in airports and on airplanes. And I honestly wish that was what was going on everywhere else. Because I will tell you, the 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 Americans are giant babies. We are we are giant baby children. And so it's like when you're a little kid and like that one night where your parents say, Ah, oh, you know what, I don't give a fuck. Watch whatever you want, right? And so do you watch that thing that you kind of really want to watch? No. What you do is you say, ha ha, I'm going to watch Cinemax, the naughty movies on Cinemax or whatever. And I'm totally aging myself right now. But that's what you do because you're a kid. It's like, 
your mom says, um, I don't care what you eat. So what, what do you do? Do you, do you go eat something normal? No, you go into the pantry and you find like the most vile sugar laden garbage food that you can possibly find and make yourself sick on it. Cause that's how children behave when the rules are removed and the restrictions are lifted off of them. And the um, enormous baby children of America, it was like, well, you know, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask in public. All of a sudden, nobody was wearing a fucking mask, right? And and social distancing, like the stickers on the ground are a, a literal joke now. That is a literal joke. Um, I, uh, <coughs> I went into a Starbucks and the frustration on the part of the folks who work at Starbucks at the fact that they can't even keep people from leaning into them with their stupid unmasked snot face it's just amazing and and of course of course the unvaccinated more unmasked morons of america are all getting covid and there are a lot of them are ending up at the hospital um like i was reading a friend of mine lives in tampa and she posted this news story it's like um tampa general hospital had something like 60 people in uh the that were admitted for covid and of 60 53 of them are on ventilators 53 that's all but seven of the people are, that have been admitted to the hospital. So not just there's a little sick, they're sick enough that they've been hospitalized. Seven of those hospitalized people are not on ventilators. That is nuts. People are dumb. And, and it's, I'm starting to become so insensitive to the whole thing that I'm like basically in my head, I'm just saying Thanos was right. <laughs> All the time, all the time. Thanos was right. I'm like, uh, it's in, in the, uh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because it doesn't take, it doesn't take very much to solve this problem. It doesn't take very much for things to actually get better and not just temporarily better because mom and dad said, fuck it. I don't care what you eat and watch whatever you want on cable. It, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't have to be that way or maybe it does and maybe maybe really thanos was right 50 percent of everybody just needs to be dead <laughs> and then everything will get better i don't know i don't know hey gee i wonder why i started wanting to listen to loud semi-angry music today while i did my show i wonder how that happened maybe i'll get back to that i will get back to that um, you know what this isn't i'm gonna i'm gonna do another trail of of covers here Cause it's, cause, cause fuck it. And, um, yeah. And this one's great. Corrupt like a 
vinegar Soul on the road, but you treat it like soap on the rope Cause the beats and the lies are so dope Listen for lessons, I'm saying it's our music That the critics are blasting me for They'll never care for the brothers and sisters Why cause the country has us up for the war We got to get them straight Come on now, they're gonna have to wait Till we get it right Radio stations like question their blackness They call us a black, but we'll see if they'll play this Turn it up Bring the noise The crowd runs to me, my DJ is warm, he's next, I call him Norm, you know He can cut a record from side to side, so with the ride, the glide To be much safer than a suicide Soul control, beat is the father of your rock and roll Music for what you're for which and you call a bad man Making the music, a music, but you can't do it, you know You call them demo, but we ride the bus too What you gonna do, rap is not afraid of you Beat is for Sonny Bono, beat is for Yo Bono Run the MC, for say DJ couldn't be a man Stand on his own feet, get you out your seat Beat is for Eric B and LL as well, hell Wax is for Anthrax, still like your rock bell Ever forever, universal and will sell Time for me to exit, terminate
I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Peaches come from a can, they were put there by a man In a factory downtown And if I
That's Tom Waits with Going Out West. Uh, I remember when that... So was, I have two th- two memories of, of that song um, from the album Bone Machine. Um, one was I, I like totally loved it the first time I heard it. But the first time I heard it was him performing on the Arsenio Hall show. And the performance was mental. Like, the drummer was not playing a drum kit. Like, he was playing a bunch of like tubs and boxes and trash cans and stuff um and trash can lids and everything and i thought wow that's that's nuts and then uh bass players playing an upright bass that was like weirdly tweaked and and then like my mind was blown because the guy guy playing guitar in his band on that show was a guy i worked with at the time i worked at this publishing company and um one of the editors of one of the magazines that we published was this guy named Joe Gore. And Joe, I knew him. Like, we weren't friends or anything, but I knew him. I talked to him a bunch of times and talked guitars and music and also just, you know, work professional stuff that we had to do because of, of our jobs intersecting. And I'm sitting there watching the Arsenio Hall show and just going, eh? that's Joe, that's Joe Gore. And then I saw him in the office like a couple of weeks later and I said, so um, are you... Are you like gonna like quit because now you're playing with Tom Waits? And he he went, no, dude, I'm playing with Tom Waits. Tom's great, but that's not gonna make me, you know, a guy who lives in a villa in France. Um, you know, he said I will still be working as an editor for the magazine and uh, performing and recording when you know when Tom would like me to. Um, so I thought that was that was funny. It's just, it's just weird, 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 weird. Presidents of the United States of America with Peaches. Before that, Primus, Jerry was a race car driver. McCluskey with Lightsaber Cocksucking Blues. Um, there was a, like, very early in the internet uh, video meme era, there was a, um, like, a flash. Flash animations were a thing, right? And somebody made this, like, flash animated music video for that song and it was disturbing because it was like a couple like cut out paper cut out kittens and they had like giant human mouths when they sang and it was just mental you could probably find it on youtube but it was like it was one of those things that got passed around a whole bunch because you know back in the days of the internet wow look at this boring text um that was like one of the first times that like audio and visual stuff was like piled together and that song was the song they chose the whoever the animator was that chose to do it um i do find it amusing that the name of the song the first word in the name of the song lightsaber is deliberately misspelled and at first i thought wait a minute did they really all oh, right because lightsaber is trademarked and they didn't want lucasfilm to come after them so ha huh. smart fellows uh anthrax and public enemy with bring the noise that's like everybody talks about the marriage of of like rock and rap with run dmc and aerosmith and walk this way and that's cool and everything but <laughs> i'm sorry chuck d is just he's better he's just better chuck if you have a choice between run and chuck d you take chuck d that's just that's the choice you make it's a lesson i've taught my children always go with chuck d (laughs) i've never actually given (laughs) 
that totally sounds like something I would say. I bet if I asked my daughter, it's like, does this sound like something I would have said to you as a kid? She would just look at me and go, yeah, yeah, dad, because you're fucking crazy. <sighs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and she's my kid. <laughs> I'm Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record on Radio Nope. I got about a half hour left before I check out of this pop stand and then I go drown my sorrows and going to bed early because I have to work in the morning. <laughs> Wee! Adult life is fun. Um... <laughs> Uh, talking to some friends, the uh, guys that I've, I've been doing work on this music project with, and we were talking about songs that we've, you know, that we've covered in bands that we were in, um, and this one came up because two of us were in a band that did, did a cover of this song, and we only like performed it live twice, because the first time we did it, it killed. The second time, it just was like somebody threw a dead fish on the ground. Um, weak old dead fish into the middle of the crowd it's very specific thing that if you get it you get it and if you don't get it you don't get it so here we go
Okay, that might be the loudest and angriest thing I have played all night. That's Filter with Hey Man, Nice Shot. Before that, Nine Inch Nails, The Hand That Feeds, Butthole Surfers did Who Was In My Room Last Night. And I started that set off with Alice Bowie and Earache My Eye. I was tempted to play the part where it goes into a Cheech and Chong sketch, but figured, nah, that's okay. Not going to do that tonight. Earache my eye. Anyway, I'm Joe Public. You've been listening to The Public Record here on Radio Nope on this Tuesday night. Thank you very much. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about us. Don't just tell them about me. Tell them about the station. Uh, there's all kinds of good stuff here. Um, I actually just got introduced. This is so lame. I've been doing this for well this is my if if you count my first stint on radio nope along with this i've been doing this for over two years and um on this station i've done much much of radio stuff other than that but on this station two years and um i've only just been introduced like right before i went on vacation introduced oh yeah we've got bumps you know we've got station id bumps and promos for other shows i'm like dudes and <laughs> i think i just just found out about that and i'm totally into doing that kind of stuff and like you know in, in my in my bored time when i'm messing around with my recording equipment i'm i'm liable to make some of my own so there haha um but yeah there's there's tons of good stuff tons of good stuff on this station um, so tell your friends about us. Tell your friends about me. Tune in. Now, my mother-in-law bought me this nifty, um, drinking cup and it's like totally, over, it's one of these overpriced stainless steel things that I would never buy for myself. And she got one for my daughter and my daughter thought, oh, this is really cool. And then she got one for my son. He's like, oh, this is really cool. Then my wife got one and I kept borrowing theirs. Right. So I think the word got through to her. And so she sent me one. Um, and it's got my name on it. It's big and it's, it's big and black and it has my name on it. <laughs> um, and it goes tink, tink, tink when I flick at it, which is kind of fun. Anyway, I'm pretty much done. Like this the last set of music is, is it's, I play this music and I'm out. I will not come back on the air. I will not back it out. So, you know, if you want to know something about a song, you got to get in the chat on radionope.com or you got to send me uh, a text message or get on my Facebook or my book face or whatever. Yeah, that's the way it is. Thanks for joining. If you've been joining, um, you know, as always, um, this stuff is available on the podcasting service of your preference, of your choice, whichever one you dig. Um, it's there. Just the public record. That's all you have to do. You can tell your friends about that too, in case they're not into tuning into a live broadcast of the radios. Um, so, because some people aren't, and it's kind of late for people who aren't on the like the on the best coast, um, along with me. Anyway, thanks, folks. It's been fun. Hopefully, I'll be here next week. You know, I'm probably wise not to promise anything. And now I have a whole week of work that I have to do, right? Because like, boohoo, I'm a grown up. Anyway, thanks, folks. I will see you soon. And there's some here's some music for you.